Welcome back to Dyson Salt. I'm Lady Toast. And I'm Lord Richter. And that's enough of that. <laughs> oh, that'll be back. Yeah. We know it'll be back. Yeah. Let's not lie. Yeah. Uh, welcome to episode 90, Assistance from Above. I guess uh, we'll get to it. Why don't we just actually start where the episode starts, with a dragon horde, which is nice. They get a lot of gold and two magical items and nowhere to spend it. <laughs> yeah, I wish somebody had a teleport. I'm sure they'll get there eventually, but even when they do, they can't leave not until they take down the witch gates. Oh, I forgot about the witch gates. Yeah, so <laughs> it's not going to do them a whole lot of good if they can't... Uh... Well, I mean, maybe they maybe, could leave. Maybe it's not too bad. Because maybe they could get routed to a witch gate that they could then, you know, step out of and then bounce to freedom, so to speak. But, you know. I don't know. Maybe that's how they can do it. They can they can uh, teleport inside Ustalov, get taken to a witch gate, destroy it, teleport again, get taken to another witch gate, destroy it, rinse and repeat? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe. Well, Once they know how to do it. Yeah. I also got to do some double checking on some lore when we get, you know, to the point where they're doing whatever they're doing to the witch gates. Okay. Because my brain is reminded that possibly they uh, the Witch Gates could be part of a bigger thing that they have where they were linking uh, when they launched Starfinder and then Pathfinder 2nd Edition. They had the, uh, I forget the name of the gates in Dead Suns. The ones on Castorvel? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, there's one on Castorvel and then there's there were some others spaced around. But they, then when they did Age of Ashes, they had some gates that were important that were on Galarian that the elves apparently used. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember if they were connected to the Witch Gates or not. That I don't know. So I do know the gates on Castorvel. I ran that uh, adventure path, actually. It was it was a good one. I, I liked it. We, uh, we screwed up hardcore on that one. Oh, and we did oh, not yeah. spend the 50 credits for the hotelier tents, and so we suffered. We <laughs> suffered hard. And we could have... Could have overcome that. What was even worse is I hadn't made a note to myself that after my first mission, buy the damn hotelier tent because I was, you know, a little short on credits as a starting character. But <laughs> I digress. Oh. So we got to we got to come back to the witch gates once they get through whatever they're going to get through and see if that you know what connects up lore wise mm-hmm. with that, if anything, because I vaguely remember there being some sort of connection. But again, got to well come back be. to it. Maybe Alex knows it and he's planning for it or maybe yeah, he knows I don't about know. it now based on is planning for based it. on what he's <laughs> watching lately i i don't know that there's much left upstairs uh, yeah that's absolutely true uh i guess after the uh after they loot the dragon horde they make camp and the night goes uneventfully and then they have a couple days of travel which is always fun yeah it, it flew along pretty nice except for the strange <laughs> encounter with the pegasi yeah the moment Alex did the voice, adventurers, I knew exactly what he was referencing, and I screamed. I was listening to this in my car, and I was screaming, <laughs> not out of not out of joy or 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 anything like that. No, just frustration and anger. <laughs> I hated this video. 14 years ago when it came out, and I hate it now. And yet again, you've watched it through. I did. You? I did. You and I watched it before recording this because you did not know what this was. No, I had no clue. See, I thought he was going even deeper. Yes. I thought he was going back farther than 14 years. I'm going to take just one quick second here to search that up so I have that answer. 
pretty sure it's a lot sooner than you think. The original, no. The one that started the, you know. It says October 10th, 2010, but I know that is not 1981. Yeah, like I said, there's a there's the original My Little Pony, but the one that spawned like the Brony movement was the 2010 one. Well, but when they re- when they basically rebooted the show. Yeah, I don't I don't know that that actually spawned the Brony movement. I mean, I think there were guys that I mean, were into we, it way before then. Yeah, yeah, I don't it it No, the Brony started as a 4chan thing from the 2010 reboot. Oh, okay. So they they well, okay. Again, I'm going to yeah. suggest that that they're probably from that other, but apparently there was a four the four chan channel was them deciding to announce themselves to the world. I, I guess because <laughs> I can't I can't I, believe that they did not exist you know prior to that. I mean maybe they did, but they just weren't. I, I mean I, I I don't know I I don't know I know they started in 2010. <laughs> That's when they be you know out there, but but no, Alex is not going going full brony. Uh, he, he's doing Charlie and the Unicorn. I don't know. That's pretty brony, man. <laughs> That's pretty damn brony. Is, is it? It's not. It, I don't know. I, I will say this. This, <laughs> this watching Charlie the Unicorn, having Alex do those voices, and, and me thinking that's My Little Pony was not at all painful. What was painful oh. was when I am at my local game store, and my wife is teasing me about buying My Little Pony collectible card game because that's what my daughters wanted really badly mm. when that came out. And so I bought it for them. And then they wanted someone to explain the rules to them. So I had to sit down and learn the rules so we could, you know, play through the game a little bit. <laughs> and, you know, I do this and I say this because I'm a good dad. I, you know, I played with my, my kids, my my daughter, my son, I played with them and, you know, things they wanted to play. But then the guy working at the game store starts talking about, and I'm going to totally butcher this. So if there is anyone in the audience that's a fan of this RPG, I apologize in advance for butchering the name. But <laughs> I think he mentioned that it was some sort of homegrown creation of somebody's. But something like, you know, Equestria, the RPG. <laughs> and they've taken Equestria and put it in the, in the multiverse of Spelljammer or some such and I was trying to give off body language that said shut the fuck up already dude <laughs> and you wouldn't take the hand he, he I, apparently I don't throw that off I mean in bars with drunk guys I throw that off but at the game store with the guy working the counter by the way this game store I, I have known the owner for I think 27 years is what we determined when he opened up his second location not too not too many years ago. I think two two years ago. So known him a really long time, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, what I want to do is go, dude. Enough. I didn't ask. Shut up. I mean, seriously, just don't <laughs> stop. It's making me uncomfortable. Knock it off. And he's just going on and on about how awesome it is. And all I can hear in my head is the me reading the line in in the My Little Pony collectible card game. That it's not combat, it's conflict resolution. There's <laughs> conflicts, and you have to resolve the conflicts. Of course. Because <sighs> friendship is magic. I know, and it was killing me. It was killing me. I, 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 yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. So Alex doing this voice and me thinking it was My Little Pony, whether it was from 1981 or 2 or 2010, it's really, really irrelevant. It was not... 
as painful as that moment. Basically, this episode uh, uh, caused PTSD for both of us, just for different reasons. Yeah, yeah. Although my okay, got my it. instance with uh, the guy at the game store was in the last two years, not you know fourteen years ago. So okay, <laughs> oh, it's just but oh my god. Uh, so yes, they end up fighting these uh, apparently eight. Pegasi, which Alex fails to mention before combat starts. Didn't he give the uh, name of one of these guys? <laughs> Wasn't it like uh, I don't remember. I, I don't remember if he gave names. Or I, not. I don't remember. I don't think it matters because <laughs> I, I think this has to be. And and you're gonna. You know, I, I don't know what you're gonna say to this, but this has to be probably my favorite combat they've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I I'm gonna say it figures. This would be the comment you love. As you know, as the party is cutting down (laughs) beloved childhood characters of somebody, not me, but somebody. Not me either. Look, (laughs) I hated this video when it came out and the fact that they're now killing them. Oh, I was overjoyed in my car. I'm like, yes, fireball. Yes, do it again. (laughs) I'm very disappointed, though, that they didn't violate the corpses and take the kidneys. I was Very waiting for disappointed. I was waiting for them to harvest them at, uh, or take the horns or something, but they didn't. <laughs> well, no horns just, on a Pegasus because it's just a oh, horse right. with wings. But yeah, <laughs> I'm still thinking thinking unicorns. But yeah, <sighs> but yes, I think I had the most fun with this combat because I got very much invested in it <laughs> uh, <laughs> because I just needed these Pegasus to die. You know and. And the thing is, is I know I have mentioned before that you just, you know, you just needed something to, you know, bring that combat alive for you. So you wanted to do it. I may have even mentioned that you just needed to find something you wanted to kill. And you laughed at me. You laughed at me. (laughs) And now where are you? Full circle. Full circle. Yep. Here we are. Full circle. uh, Loving the uh killing. (sighs) Oh, and if you think that's done, (laughs) you just don't know me at all. I know you're going to be doing this for episodes, man, many episodes, episodes. I know. Uh, all right. Well, they they do exactly what I've always wanted. They murdered the Pegasi. Well, the the unicorns that were pretending to be Pegasi that were yeah, you yeah. Know, they murdered them, murdered them, they murdered them. But and, not Charlie. Was, Charlie wasn't there. He didn't have a kidney <laughs> no. to spare. <laughs> no. So after that, <laughs> they end up traveling even more. Third full day of travel, and they finally, finally reach. I forget the name of the city that. Uh, Alex no, says. they. I don't recall that they reached a city. I recall that they reached a verdant swath of plant stuff. That right. was all. Wasn't this where the city stood though? Because uh, wasn't Gallowspire in the middle of a city, or, or am I completely getting that wrong? I thought Gallowspire was a be. fortress. Was essentially a fortress. And they went to Gallowspire to make sh- to take a look at it to make sure it was still holding because he was hmm. imprisoned in it. I don't know. Maybe I'm. I, just I could be misunderstanding yeah. the lore completely, but yeah, me too. They definitely hit that verdant jungle thing. Oh yeah, uh, I, I do like the description that they give, where like you know everything looks vibrant and lush, and then you look a little closer, and it's like, no, this is gore. <laughs> yeah, like, all the all the trees are moaning, and you know, gaping maws, and the plants will have skulls for leaves. I'm just like, yeah, skulls. Very, very it's creepy. Very death well motify, and the the smell too. The the sweetness, oh, yeah. the richness, and then the you and know the, the blood the underlying rot, the blood yeah. smell, the you know the sweet, the rich, the blood smell. I, uh, I I know that smell, 
because my grandmother's a gardener and so like i've been to you know all the places that she likes to go where they've got like those really really nice plants or whatever and you know the ones in the back are like dying or whatever and they use them for fertilizer Mm. and like it's got that uh, like really rich earthy smell but it's also got like that underlying just like rotting smell it's like so i i could picture exactly what he was talking about there's there's a couple smells that i have come across in my life related to bodies and i don't mean human bodies but like a butcher uh, i'm trying to think of what they call a slaughterhouse Mm. a rendering plant and uh gross so that's got a smell. I I'm gonna tell you that the worst stinking smell ever is is processing sugar beets. That is just a Ugh. nasty smell. We used to have like a paper factory around here that smelled just awful. I in my head as he was describing this, and I'm trying to come together with like sweet smells that you're like ah uh, you know kinda but not. I got the and of course then the you know the blood smell and yeah you know I'm duck hunter. I've cleaned a lot of birds. So I, you know, I, I know that smell and then putting those like together in a composite in my brain. Ugh. Yeah. It's not a, it's not a great thing. I mean, I, and these guys have to walk I'd, five miles. Yeah. I take, <laughs> I take, you know, rotting swamp. So, so much better. So much better. Yeah. The, uh, speaking of rotting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Right on point there. Yeah. They, uh, they come across a, a ghoul that's apparently intelligent enough to speak to them and ask if they're there to pay tribute. And, of course, they say yes. I mean, that's what it's the clear answer you get. Right, right. And, and, Are you and a then god? And them roll dice. Yes. <laughs> you always say yes. <laughs> but, you know, then Alex makes them actually roll dice for it, and uh, it doesn't end so well. I think well, it didn't end they badly. Like <laughs> I mean, they didn't oh, get no, attacked but like, yet. <laughs> Yeah, that's the scary part. The the ghoul basically burrows under the ground, which is not something ghouls usually do. Actually, and then it just doesn't come I, back. I I I could be totally off base here, but I remember that ghouls did a lot of digging, did a lot of burrowing. Mm, I don't remember that. It's not what I've played or listened to. I remember there was some place that they had uh, God one diabolical GM that I you know someone I didn't play with, but a, a friend who was very experienced gamer outstanding as a game master and just he uh was talking to me about they had ghouls that buried themselves like i don't know six inches under the dirt so if you stepped on them they would feel you know they'd feel you walk over the path and then they attacked for that way so but i seem to remember also reading something where they you know would tunnel through stuff and then hide in the tunnels so interesting i don't know anything about that one yeah that's new to me I wasn't surprised, and then I, you know, and then it's like, oh, he can burrow. That's new, and I'm like, is it really? I don't think so. I guess it is. Mm. It's a ghoul adventure. It's a ghoul, and a different and special one here in the <laughs> icky dead forest caused by the what the hell did they what what was that that the radiant something or other the the explosion. Yeah, yeah, they called it something. The radiant, it's radiant fire or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. But it causes that growth because I remember that it was referenced in um, Rossler's Coffer. Right. There was a reference to it with the growth, the weird Yeah, growth. the weird plants. Yeah, so it's not, yeah. it, was, it wasn't unexpected. It's just apparently much more powerful here. Don't know. Well, he did blow the top off of Gallaspire. True. So, so, you know, probably a lot more power was used. Yeah. A lot more. More power. Uh, more power. Anyway. Oh, Tarbathon, use more power. <laughs> anyway, 
the ghoul burrows and oh, yeah. doesn't come back. You're going to suffer. And so they move on. And they get to a marshy, boggy, swampy area, I guess. And uh, they get basically oh, attacked. Venus flytraps. Venus flytraps, yeah. yeah. Which uh, I, I do like that Tealwith basically puts, you know, Bane plants on... Um, shit, what's his name? Arginus, the one with the scythe? No, Randolph has the scythe. Randolph has the scythe. I, I, oh, I, I, cannot, I cannot keep them straight. You know what I think was a missed opportunity? Is we should have heard the Pegasus crying out, our genus, our genus, come fly with us today. <laughs> uh, Just saying, missed opportunity there. Mm-hmm. And thanks for There's reminding me. A lot me. of those. You're, you're welcome. Anyway, they fight the plant things, and Diabuth has a pretty good round in there where he basically lands all four shots and kills one and severely wounds the other, which I thought was pretty neat. Yeah, it was. I'm sure Alex didn't, but you know, it was it was a good one. I, I enjoy that. And uh, I, I know it's always rough on a game master when you have something and you're expecting it to, you know, deliver some smackdown or be diff- tough or difficult. And then a player proceeds to shred it with, you know, some good attack yeah. rolls and good damage rolls and it all comes together. But it's nice yep. when players get that because there's plenty of times when it stuff drags out that shouldn't drag out because they just can't get the rolls. Yeah. So they basically, they kill both plants and alex just kind of ends it there so well it was a good place to end it really yeah I mean, they don't have to go through whatever's coming up with the marsh and they can save it all for next week as I, as I recall from from reading the uh the various chats today i think it was inspired spoilers <laughs> alex was hearing the sound of toast unsubscribing <laughs> no no i'm not unsubscribing well you know he does make a note about how he knows you don't like combat Mm-hmm. But I, I don't skip it, and I, I just I just listen to it at 1.5 right, speed. Right, right. There, there was also a helpful thing pointed out in the chat that, you know, you might catch combat more if you listen to it at normal speed. Yeah, I know. Uh, and a shout-out to Casual Chaos for uh, bringing that to Toast's attention. We thank you. <laughs> it's, a, it's a valid point, but I'm still not going to do it. I'm still going to listen <laughs> to it at 1.5 speed. No, Lady Toast, no. <laughs> no, no, yes, no, it's the end of the episode. <laughs> it's the end of the episode, and that does it for us this week. You can find us and the players on Inspired Incompetence Discord. Links can be found at inspiredincompetence.com. I'm Lady Toast. And I'm Lord Richter. See you next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>have you found it yet have you found it richter Richter? have you found it have you looked it up yet while you look it up i'll uh i'll give us some hold music (laughs) (laughs) i love it Uh, every time i get an elevator that's what i hum to myself regardless of what they're actually playing nice